Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Chris Kelly and myself talking all about WrestleMania 15. If you do not care for wrestling, I completely understand, and there are 360 other episodes on this said podcast feed that you might enjoy. If you do like wrestling, if you like Steve Austin, if you like Eminem as the official sponsor of WrestleMania 15, you might like this podcast. If you're a fan of Pete Rose, you might like this podcast. There's a lot of things to like about this show, and there's definitely a lot of things not to like about this show. So before we begin, there's going to be one plug. That is for the You, Me, Them, Everybody Live six-year anniversary show in Washington, D.C. That's going to be on Saturday, December 12th. So if you can, come to that. It'll be fun. It's at Black Hat. I like doing shows at Black Hat. We've done a lot of shows there. They send to do well, so hopefully you'll like that show. So without further ado, here it is, Chris Kelly and me on WrestleMania 15, sponsored by M&M's, the official candy of the new millennium. This is the dumbest, one of the dumbest WrestleManias. That's saying a lot. Yeah. I already know why it sucks. Like, it, almost instantly, you know why why this is bad. Why is this one bad? This is instantly bad because this is no different than candy or chips or whatever. M&Ms. Or M&M's, the official sponsor of WrestleMania and the new millennium. It's You can't have everything all the time. That's yeah. the problem. You're not supposed to get everything you want every single match or every single like day in life. That doesn't make this fun. Yeah, this is just annoying. Yeah, it also proves that you know this. This is the uh, the other edge of nostalgia. Oh, it's not good. Yeah, this is the exact era that I didn't like. This is the era that most people do have fond memories of, and it's a horrible. It was a horrible time for. They're them. horrible people. It was just. It's just bad. It just. There's nothing. Basically, all the good stuff you remember, but it. It was very fleeting. Yeah. So, like, you know, at the Stone Cold run, the Mankind run, the Undertaker stuff, it all gets, like, mangled pretty No quickly. pun intended. Yeah. It all gets any, any the New Age Outlaws, anything that was fun was fun for a short time, mm-hmm. and then they, they were like, well, we got to scramble. We got we to gotta change it. Well, it wasn't even like we're, we're going to scramble. We have to change it. It's like, oh, we'll put that uh, square peg into this round hole yeah. and make it work. We'll have the most... One of the the uh, most entertaining tag teams of the decade. Let's put them on a singles run. That'll that'll work. Which is that? Wasn't New Age Outlaws? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Who we barely we can get to that when we get. Well, to let's it, put but... one of the greatest wrestlers you've ever seen from WrestleMania 10 in a forgettable tag team match and blatantly not fit in the air, and he's walking into camera shots. Owen Hart is trying to disrupt the storytelling that's going on after his match. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Not happy to be there. Let's just go run yeah, through the card. Let's start through. We should also say we're talking about WrestleMania 15. It's the last WrestleMania that would have Roman numerals for a while. Yes. So, so then, they, then they get creative. Uh, it was March 28th, 1999 at the First Union Center in Philly. Uh, just over 20,000 people. And now, yet again, the most amount of signage there. Oh, Everyone right. seemingly in the arena brought a sign. I've got two favorites we'll get to. There's a lot. You have a, a lot of favorites. I think I have like. T- I think most of my notes are favorite, are favorite signs. signs. Yeah, um, yeah. So this uh, this actually starts um, with a uh, promo package, kind of like what we saw. Oh no, excuse me. It starts with uh, Boyz II Men acapella doing "America the Beautiful." Well, yeah, that's true, true. But now when you watch it, you have the uh, on the WWE Network, you have the the like five second sound and like what it's rated. I don't know if you noticed it. This one is rated TV-14, but not for violence, just for sexuality. Oh, that's good. That and says also, something. And also the the boilerplate, uh, this does not reflect the views of WWE yeah. 
of corporate. Whatever. Yeah, which is silly. And I understand that one. I'm not going to make fun of them yeah, for that. I'm just happy that they even have this stuff because, like, the way they've they've dumbed down the product. Yeah. And, and and made it 180 the other way. Yeah. Now I think it would be TV PG probably. Yeah, that's they always say PG era. Or now, even if it'd be 14, it'd be also for violence. No, nope, yeah. this is just for sexuality. I think that's the first. I didn't like. I, I imagine take note of this that. is the first. It, it will be our first TNA WrestleMania. It's bad. All right, but so, technically, yes, you yeah, are correct. Boys to Men acapella doing America the Beautiful. So that's back, which is great, and yeah. I really like it. And he's they're introduced by a familiar voice, Who's Howard Finkel. Finkel. Yeah, which is great. I really thought like, oh, we're getting back to this stuff that's kind of cool. They're from Philadelphia. They didn't get a big pop. Town Philly. They did not get a big pop. They got some yeah. booze. I mean, I can think of like one reason <laughs> because it's Boys to Men in 1999 in the WWF. I just think it's like a it's like a it's like a boy band. Well, a little boy bit. band slash like a white four girls South Philly ECW audience or whatever. Oh yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The big one. I was just thinking like, oh, they're a group that like uh, regular people like, not wrestling so, fans yeah. like, and every other song you're gonna hear sounds like shitty new metal. And they were like, "Where's the DX band?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we get to um, a promo package that's kind of... They must have been made Oh, you the forgot. There's in-ring fireworks for Boys to Men at the end of America the Beautiful. Which you shouldn't do. You shouldn't do. It's a horrible idea. Yeah. It looks really bad and dangerous. It looks bad. It also looks bad before because they've got their monitors in front and the fireworks on the mat behind yeah, them. Yeah. Real so bad. They have a, they have a couple uh, feet of clearance. Not a smart idea. Yes. Well, Boys to Men survived. That was good. Then we get to our package. In Sorry. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, they, it looks like they shot some of this with the, the last ones they were doing. Yeah, I think it was essentially leftovers that they just culled together from 14. That being said, great intro. I think this is the best like opening montage we've had because mm, it's really... Probably. It, it does what they want. It, it sells the message they're doing. And it holds up. Yeah, it works. It's, uh, you know, you've got Classy, uh, Freddie Blassie in black and white, and then you've got a lot of the iconic moments of this nascent Attitude Era. You've got Mankind going off the cage. You've got... Stone Cold, bloody. There's, I think, a few shots of, like, Andre the Giant that morph, not morph into, but then there's a cut to Big Show. Yeah, they try to, they definitely, like, they always do. They try to, they go, remember these things that exactly. your liked. But I don't think there's Hogan in this edition. I, I don't believe so. Because at this point, Hogan is in the Hogan other. the enemy, so there's, there's yeah. no way there would be. Enemy. And the same with Macho Man, no Rowdy, because those guys are all on the, the other company. In, they're in WCW. But there's a lot of gods among men, mythic gods, showcase of the immortals, kind of putting it in that, that context they've always done, mm-hmm. but doing it with like a nicely put together yeah. montage instead of like cheaply done uh, constellation. Yeah. Graphics. And it's very weird because the two things that I remember from that intro aren't Stone Cold and aren't The Rock. It's both. Ma- it's Mankind, one thing that you mentioned before, falling Rock from... Oh, God, still. Now. Not great. Scary. And then post, I think it was that match, a tooth in his oh, nose. The tooth in the, yeah, Those are like the things I remember and still remember whenever I think of that, just how impressive and scary that is. Yeah, no, that's, that, and those are the iconic moments. And those were moments to not happen in WrestleMania. No. Which is interesting. Yeah, and especially since Mankind's moments that he'll, he'll have in this... It's he's he's in service he's in, for the people exactly, and his moments happened early in the year. We'll get to that. Um, so we have this touching uh, montage, and then we get pyro and uh, some music that sounds like it sounded like ripoff. It was I don't know if it's like DX band sessions, but it definitely sounded like Rage Against the Machine. Like a, same band. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the song. Not one of their better ones. Uh, probably. From the first record, like, like bomb track, bomb maybe. Track, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 
So it definitely. Yes, sounds- it is bomb track. It is yeah. totally bomb track. It's just yes. This is like people that got on like a guitar tab website, but it wasn't exact, and they're like, "Oh, just play that." That's close enough. Yeah, it's it also a, the DX theme. Give it to Jim Johnson. It's close enough. Um, we have our announcers of the King and Michael Cole, which is in first for WrestleMania. Yes, so the King in full uh, regalia and Michael Cole in like a three-piece suit. It's a classy gentleman. Um, and yeah, and then we get right to the action. We get to our first. Uh, it's a triple threat for the hardcore match for the. WWF Hardcore Championship. We haven't seen this belt before. But before we get to that, I just want to point out Michael Cole has a horrible goatee. Yes. Never mentioned. Just wanted to let everyone know where we stand on Michael Cole's horrible goatee. It's horrible. Even at that time, it was horrible. It wasn't like, oh, in 1989, goatees were in so much, Michael Cole had to have one. Nope. Always horrible. Looks like a shitty wants to be your stepdad. We're going to get to another goatee later. I'm going to I'm gonna need your opinion. On Ooh, that. fun times. Yes. So we get right to it. And just so you know, it's the Attitude Era. Uh, Al Snow and Head come out. Uh, to, and it says, the theme song goes, what does everybody want? What does everybody need? And you're supposed to scream Head. Uh, head would be his mannequin head that Al Snow is bringing out. Uh, we've seen Al Snow in a different gimmick before. I believe we've seen New Rockers. He was Leaf Cassidy with he was the not Marty Jannetty and Marty Jannetty is already not Shawn Michaels so it's it was like a couple degrees copy from, of a copy of a copy from relevancy um, and he's got his Job Squad shirt and it it was pretty over at this time yeah which is really impressive the Job Squad thing was like the whole joke was that he was a jobber and mm-hmm. he was like I'm not taking this shit anymore yeah and he was like I'm I'm demanding fights and I'm demanding you know blah, which is blah. kind of a great gimmick it was a great it was like very like you know self aware the gimmick was so over i mean at a certain point you could buy a head like when you bought his action figure it came with, it came head. with head yeah, yeah. which is funny because that's what you should sell to children and then that got pulled from shelves for obvious reasons later on head gets billing yeah al snow and head which is important because there's a person that comes to the ring with another wrestler that's a female living person that does not get billing on screen in this match. In this match? Yeah, there's somebody that comes to the ring with somebody. It might be the... With, with, no, uh, I think it's... I think I'm it's positive it's this one. Hold on, hold on. I have a note for this. Hardcore Holly's by himself. Billy Gunn's by himself. Al Snow's with Head. I think it's Ryan Shamrock with... Oh, it's the next match. It's the next oh, match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, D'Lo Brown and Ivory. Yeah. Ivory does not get billing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. You got it confused. Of which, well, anyways, El Snow and Head. This is for the Hardcore Championship, which is a brand new belt for WrestleMania. Yeah. And in terms of hardcore wrestlers, El Snow and Head look like... Well, El Snow looks like a hardcore wrestler, yeah. and the other guys don't. Right. At and that, all. And that's the weird thing about this belt is they were totally trying to co-opt ECW mm-hmm. and the backyard wrestling stuff and going, oh, we can bash each other over the heads with brooms, too. Um, and they did some pretty. That's not to undersell it. They did some pretty, you know, hardcore stuff with this. But it is like it was just a thing that they were trying to co-opt, which we'll also see in another match tonight um, of them trying to tap into what they think the fans want. Um, with this, they probably are right that the fans did like this. The hardcore belt is is one of those things that was it, like everybody had it, but it. Mm-hmm. So it's always on someone's Wikipedia page. But it should have been just mankind. The entire time. Yeah, Maybe would, Funk, you. No, Terry Funk, and that's it. Yeah, because no one else would actually do the no. shit that these guys do. Um, but then we get our next uh, next guy out is Billy Badass, Billy Gunn. Um, and the fans have to... He's solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's crazy, because in a year, New Age Outlaws, when we saw them at the last WrestleMania with the dumpster match, mm-hmm. they didn't even have the wrap down yet, totally. It was like just kind of coming together. And now it's... 
They got it together. It went totally over. They broke up the team for a little while, and fans still can recite it. So that's in the span of a year that all happened. And it was like, now you think of things getting kind of beaten to the ground. It's like, well, they they beat it into the ground really quickly and moved on. Which is hard to do when there's not... Like, yes, there's internet, but it's not like... Every single clip from every single show is easily available within 12 hours. Yeah, you'd have to watch the thing and and get to know it to go to the shows. Um, You know, and then uh, we get our last guy's Hardcore Holly, who we also saw probably in the Battle Royale the previous year when he had, like, long hair. Mm -hmm. Um, Now he's he's hardcore, so he shaved his head. Um, Great. Yeah. and uh, He looks like he works at a gym. Yeah. Just a guy, like, mid-30s, late-30s, in shape, obviously. Okay. No gimmick. Um, they they talk about, you know, King tells you about the belt. It's wrecked. It's damaged. It's broken, which is accurate. It's like, a, it, you know, the the rumor when we were, you were kids was that they took the old championship belt and smashed with hammers and then put it together with duct tape. Yeah. That's what it looked like. That's not what it was. Um, and in, this is a match where they do something that happens a couple times in the night where everyone gets the rings and then decides to cut a promo. I don't remember it happened, this. It happened a couple times. Well, Billy goes... Uh, I know you're all ready for a little hardcore, oh, and then yeah. it gets jumped. Because you shouldn't, if you're in a fight with a no DQ match, you probably shouldn't just be talking. Speaking of no DQ, because it's a hardcore un, what sanction, whatever gives yeah. a shit. They they leave the ring a lot. Oh, they yeah. pull out weapons. Uh, the obvious, f- my favorite uh, weapon is the hockey stick because this is where the Philadelphia Flyers play, and that's where they keep hockey sticks under a, the ring. And they get a "Let's Go Flyers" chant going. <laughs> Philadelphia. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, there's a box of uh, drinks, uh, some brooms, a, uh, eventually a table, which... Yeah, which they, is cool. When they prop the table in the corner, though, it looks like it has fake blood on it already. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's really, It was really quick. I was like, why are they already... It's, well, the so- It sounded really good. Yeah. I uh, should tell everyone. We should timestamp this. It is currently Monday, November 16th. Is I that the right so. date? And I watched this at 6 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. That's a weird thing to do. It's a horrible way to start your day. Yeah, I just watched two, the first two hours of this before I went to work. Just That's weird. It just set the day up. So this is like what I... I was completely sober. I was completely tired. And I just couldn't sleep. I was like, fuck it. Let's just... Let's do it. Let's dive into the Attitude Era. Yeah. And um, and after seven minutes of this crap... Still wasn't really awake. It wasn't yeah, very good. And it's done. Because Hardcore Holly basically... I think uh, Billy Gunn tosses Al Snow into a table. Yeah. And then... Holly kind of swoops in and gets sure. There. Great. Next. Um, so now, oh, they... then we have some. We find out that there's this Sunday night heat before Mania. Yeah. So there's an entire the show. So how long have people been watching wrestling? Was it just those two matches that weren't televised as part of this, or was it a full card? I think it was an. It's an. It was an hour long show. My memories of of Sunday night heat was like an hour long show. Like, was it like a recap show, or was it live? Well, these would be live, but yeah. mostly... It was like how SmackDown I mean, is taped like, now? It would be like main event or superstars. Okay, so it's mostly just like clips from... It's clips, and maybe they'd have like two dark matches. Okay. Now, this was... This determined who fought in this match, though. Yeah, no, so before the show... Yeah. Once again, the tag division, it's like no one really gives a shit. No, which is a shame. Yeah, but they had a 21-man 20, battle royale to determine the number one contenders. First of all, how did they have an odd number of people... In the battle royale, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, but it wasn't like the battle royale that we had last time, where if you got tossed, your your team got tossed. This was like every man for themselves, even though you were a tag team, and 
And so the team that wins it is not a tag team. It's just two dudes. So, like, they're making tag teams on for the untelevised portion. So when it's televised, there's a brand new tag team that no one cares about. Yes. Good job, guys. So that's what happened. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're stuck with... That uh, wasn't me, like, trying to make a joke. No, I, it's I was it's, genuinely it's, confused. It's genuinely confusing. Uh, so our teams, the team that comes out first, the challenger, is D'Lo Brown of the... form. At this point, I don't... I don't Nation's not a, a going concern. Nation of point. Domination? Yeah. Okay. Um, D'Lo Brown uh, and Test. Uh, yeah, Test, who is he's l- a, used later on as part of the not authority, but what are they the called? Corporation. The corporation. So he's, he was a corporation. He's also billed as he used to be a bodyguard for Motley Crue. Who gives a shit? That's uh, the, no, he, it's because he's a tough guy. Yeah, Have but you that's, seen them? They wear eyeliner. Okay. They need protection. Here's the thing about that. Uh, no one checks those references. <laughs> and Motley Crue's been together so long, the likelihood of me saying I was a bar, I was a bartender for Motley Crue, I was the doorman for every Motley Crue, should be like, oh, okay, yeah, that happened. No one gives a shit. No, but no, but here's the thing: you're like that's the kayfabe thing, but like, who even gives a shit? Not kayfabe. Like, who's like, oh, this guy's a I, tough guy? That's what I think. I think that's not kayfabe. I think that's the reality. Is he's like, oh, that I used to be an NFL player. No, no, no I was the Motley Crue bodyguard. Yeah, that I think was sincere. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this fucking idiot was the Motley well, Crue Well, we can't guy. ask him because he's dead now. Really? That was fast. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he does a couple of these matches, and he was around for a couple more years, but he is dead in 2015, the oh, year boy. of our Lord John Cena. Oh, boy, dude. <laughs> um, so he was the bodyguard. Uh, for, like He was a member of the corporation. Just the worst name and gimmick, and he has he'll have another crappy gimmick next year. Um, he has a Guns Don't Kill People, I Kill People t-shirt. Yes. Um, so he sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let's get back to the partner really quick. D'Lo Brown and Ivory. Yeah, Ivory is the one that wasn't introduced before. Correct. But I'd also like to see Ivory has a like a pretty Huge large band aid on her face, not like a Nelly under the eye, but like in she got hurt, and apparently in the twenty one man battle royale she was burned with a no, cigar. No, it was the singles match before that. Oh, Jacqueline with Terry Reynolds defeated Ivory. Okay, and then Terry Reynolds used her big phallic cigar to burn her in the cheek. Okay, face cheek. But in, is that a real burn or is it a kayfabe burn? Kayfabe burn. Okay, because they're they're not crazy people. Well, and uh, one no, was but a... there is a there is a part where they mention like something about oh yeah they say something about you know that happened and King says something like a uh, part of PMS and I'm like are you saying like women burn each other in the face no and I forgot PMS was the group that Jacqueline was in with Terry Reynolds pretty mean sisters oh wow yeah. So, uh, like, I was just like, oh, is he just being a jerk? And it's like, no, he's actually, that's just the jerky writing he has to do. Huh. Okay, well, so I feel like we've missed so much of this. It's and lost the, the history time, for a reason. Sure, but, like, it's not like they're crazy. There, there was a reason to do this. And I'm sure this is one of the most popular WrestleManias of all time. This yeah. is the heyday of the Attitude Era. People probably knew what these things meant. Yeah, but you're going to have to guess a lot because there's barely any... But I, packages but even in like from like happens. one through ten, even when it sucked, it was like, oh, this makes sense. We're telling the story. This is all just like weird references. Yeah, there's because they. It's almost like the the continuity was getting so complicated that you just had to like when you look at the stuff on Wikipedia, it's in, it's insane. And yeah. like we'll see some of that, and like some of the major storylines here are so dead by the next one that I want to just talk quickly about how crazy they would get. But for this one, it's just and it's a match against the tag team champions owen hart and jeff jarrett uh with deborah so yeah um 
Deborah okay. come in as a valet. Deborah looks like a she's a stripper personified. Yeah, no, like the the like she makes That's Sable's bit. She makes Sable's boobs look like modest. Modest. She has a modest boob job. <laughs> this is uh, but it's weird because you could still. She's probably like the second half of thirty here. She's like thirty seven. Yeah, and she's 38. wearing she's wearing a bikini that has like pearls on it. She looked like she partied with Motley Crue on the first round of tours. Ouch. And that's not a problem. Well, every, she, well, she was probably under. She was age appropriate to party with Motley Crue at that time. Yeah, people grow up. That's okay. But yeah. you party with Motley Crue in '84. It's '99. Yeah. What's going on? We're gonna we're gonna have to fact check and, and try not to be ageist, Brandon. I don't think I am. Okay. Uh, Owen know? Hart does not look happy to be with her. By the way, because this is such a mockery of yeah, he everything. hates this so yeah. much. And but she is wearing because she is. Let's not be crazy. She's a little modest. She's wearing a tuxedo jacket. She's wearing yeah. the tails. She's wearing tails, so when she flips up the tails... Because she's wearing the like, 80s-style super high, high... bong, yeah. That's what I... It screams <laughs> 80s, man. Yeah. And this was so over. 99. This is yeah. 1999. Yeah, that wasn't like... Oh, this is so This gross. wasn't in vogue anywhere. No, no. But they do mention... Even Michael Cole says that she has a tremendous advantage, TNA. Uh, also, she has tremendous assets. Oh, God. Um... Oh, yeah, and then they, uh, I don't even, I think I just stopped taking notes on this because it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's one guy that could wrestle really, really well with Jeff Jarrett, who's so boring. He's milk toast. Yeah, D'Lo, who could kind of wrestle, and Test, who couldn't. So this is a horrible match. And thankfully, it's only four minutes. And then there's, like, PMS comes out. Then I go, oh, PMS was a group. Yeah. Not just a, you know, the other thing. And, uh, yeah, and then Owen and, and Jarrett retain. But they don't, they cut away from the celebration instantly to focus on the cat fight. Yeah. I Bye, Owen. I think someone screams cat fight. Yeah. Bye. Actually, will he be dead before I think he's dead one? before the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Uh, that's, a, that's a sad... I mean, Owen Hart's story is sad in general, but it is also sad that he got saddled with this crap towards the end of his time in the company uh, and on the planet. Um, then we cut to our next package, which this is like one of the better done packages for a match that doesn't matter at all, that no one cared about, uh, that culminated a... a a tournament that nobody cared about. So this was our... Oh, before we get to yeah. this tournament, which I actually found very fascinating. Yes. Totally agree. Totally fascinating, but it's it's one of their biggest mistakes. Ever. Mark Henry, who's still in the company. Yes. They mentioned Mark Henry in this match for no particular reason other than he got a guitar shot. Oh, that was Jeff Jarrett's thing. Yeah. But, like, once again, how is that a legal thing? <laughs> it's not. Okay. Yeah, it's just after the match... He uh, he would hit people with his guitar, or like in the match when the refs distracted. Okay. Yeah, it's not a. But they described it as like, oh, he's got a twisted ankle, he's got a broken <laughs> wrist, he a, he's a got a guitar injury. shot. Yeah. No, you can't. The way they phrased it didn't make sense. It's okay. not a type of in injury. I know what you mean. That's okay. Yeah. So, um, this was the brawl for all match. Yes. Um, between Bart Gunn, who we we saw before was used to be Billy Gunn's Walker Texas Ranger, cowboy uh, tag partner. Against oh, God. a real boxer gimmick, yeah. uh, Butterbean. Yeah. Um, this is... Okay, so Brawl for All, real quick, was a tournament that they had on, like, a few weeks of Raw. It was a shoot boxing match. Legit, like, you're getting you're getting punched in the head. Really? Uh, it was, as as Wikipedia puts it, participation in the tournament was strictly voluntary. Because Vince Russo, backstage guy who was doing all this stuff at the time, uh -huh. was like... There was like strong men stuff and like like it, there is I mean we had seen some UFC stuff there was yeah. obviously boxing is always popular I mean relatively I love, I love, relatively um 
And they were like, yeah, let's do that. We've got a bunch of tough guys in the company. They had a bunch of guys on the roster who could, you know, actually. It's not the worst idea. It's not the worst idea on paper. And then they did it. Um, What they ended up doing is they brought in a guy, Dr. Dr. Death, Steve Williams, who was like a legit tough guy, wrestler, big, you know, kind of big in Japan type of guy because he did strong style. They brought him in and paid him. Basically, that was who they wanted to win. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is a shoot fight mm-hmm. tournament, so you've already like you've given up the thing that you you have control over as yeah. a wrestling promotion. Yeah. So they had their the guy that they really wanted. What they were trying to do is get him to win the tournament, legitimize him as a huge tough guy, and then have Steve Austin beat Doctor Death to give a bigger rub to Austin. Which I don't know why you'd need that. At yeah, this you don't point. need that. Um. So that the whole idea of like we're going to do all this to give the rub to Steve Austin, the biggest guy in wrestling, the biggest guy since Hulk Hogan, is kind of crazy. So then, because it's a real fight, uh, Doctor Death gets knocked the fuck out when he's not supposed to, and uh, Bart Gunn wins the tournament. Um, they kind of buried him on TV after that because I think they were pissed that really he knocked out the thing. And there's some rumor that this match itself is a uh, is like not a rib, but it was punishment for winning the thing and botching their plans. Because there's no way, this was the this is of all the matches. You know exactly how this match is going to end. Butterbean is going to knock this guy the fuck out. Okay, not necessarily. Here's why. Okay, if you know from that point, obviously you're right, and obviously in hindsight you're right. But the only other time boxing's been part of this, I would assume it would end a DQ with the wrestler lifting up and body slamming the boxer. Right, which we've seen, which was Rowdy Mr. T. Right, so that's what I thought was going to happen. Right. It did not happen. No, when you find out that this is, no, this is a very much a real boxing match. That changes everything. Yes. Um, so the um, so we actually get to, like, you know, after it's they the show the video package. package. Yeah. yeah. And they put it together. They talk to trainers. They talk about Bart Gunn's chances. They show you Butterbean demolishing guys with the mm-hmm. knockout punch and all that. Um, and then we get we get back to it. And then they start, this is the part I'm sure you liked. What? Is the fact that they've, all of a sudden, WrestleMania becomes, uh, like, Friday Night Fights. Yeah. Um, we see Isaac Hayes in the crowd. Yeah, and he was a huge hit at the Rage Party. Which yeah, we'll, see we'll get of. a lot of that later. They're uh, converting the ring from a wrestling ring to a boxing ring. They're covering the turnbuckles, turnbuckles. with the Everlast just strip, I guess you would yeah. call it, like cardboard strip. Yeah, whatever the, yeah, yeah. the technical term. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out there's a special referee, Vinny Penzinia. Penzinia? Vinny guy. There's a there's a lot of there's some actual boxing people. Vinny involved. is Vinny's yeah, a no, real he's boxer. a boxer. There's a couple judges that are, but that's not the important judge. The important judge is Gorilla Monsoon. Yes, who is goddamn near unrecognizable at this because he's so frail at near death. I mean, oh he, my like, gosh. he died in October '99 at like 64. I think. It's it's, it's a real sad. fast. And it's a fast. Quick, yeah, yeah. It's a it's pretty tragic. The but, one that was introduced before him is also interesting. I did not know Chuck Wepner. Mm-hmm. He fought Muhammad Ali and Andre the Giant. He's the only boxer wrestler to have that note. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But they, but they're doing. You know, there's going to be three ring judges, and because we're going to obviously going to have multiple rounds, and we're mm-hmm. going to have point decisions. Yeah, there's that. this weird judging system. It's going to be three one minute rounds, which is not like how boxing, boxing works. works. There's like, like five five points for a hit, ten points for and then right down getting knocked down. But then obviously, if there's a ten, if there's a knockout, there's a knockout, and then it's just over. Yeah, it's very weird. I don't know why they were doing they that. They like made their own boxing rules. Because they wanted to keep it short. Because unlike, maybe they did learn from the Mr. T-Roddy match, which was very long. I think it went three rounds before Roddy just had enough and body slammed T, which right. I don't think was scripted. Or they just had to bring the finish in. Yeah. Like, yeah. F- we're done. Fuck you guys. <laughs> 
So this happened, and my one note you already answered. It was not predetermined. When did people find out it was not predetermined? Well, I mean, that's the thing. The whole buildup to this was, I mean, did anyone really know? I mean, they were selling it as this is legit. You know, this is a boxing competition. This is real boxing. This is not wrestling. Sure, but. Yes, but we're still on, on WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even now, we we know it's legit. We yeah. know it's real. Right. Okay, but when? You know what I mean? I think when uh, Bart Gunn went down like a sack of potatoes fuck out. 35 seconds in. You want to go through the match? No, I mean, that's it. It was pretty great. It's he gets seconds. knocked down once, and you're like, gets, oh, pretty. Okay. this looks real. He I think a, he's getting hit. He took a hit there. And then uh, he gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, just out cold. But they, this is the whole thing. It makes it look like they've dimmed the lights in the arena. You're seeing a lot of like flash bulbs. It very much looks like a fight. Yeah, like looks a box, good. Like a you know, so on HBO or something. I, it kind of was a success in a weird way. Yeah, everyone hated it. This was like a, the brawl for all at Raw was getting booed week after week. Really? Yeah, they did it in like I think it was even the fall, and then they brought this back because they were like, "Oh, remember that guy that we buried?" Oh shit! Yeah, it's very strange, and it was not something that that fans really wanted to see. This then, is the thing: the UFC, the uh, excuse me, the ECW, the extreme stuff. Yeah, they wanted that. Yeah. That was in wrestling. But you don't take, you don't go. Oh, we we know it's fake. We know it's predetermined. We want to see people do crazy shit. We don't want to watch boxing. Yeah, yeah. So the, I'm really surprised that they went through with it because now I can't imagine them going through with anything they don't think is going to work. Right. Well, then it just becomes and it, it doesn't work just because it's like so bland and and. Uh, sure, but they're more than willing to change. They being the WWE is more than willing to change scripts now, at any right. time, which is right. good. And you're surprised that when it didn't go over. I yeah. think they thought maybe Butterbean, the well, novelty of it. Butterbean at the time was a legit scary dude. Yeah. Butterbean, how I remember him, was like a guy that Mike Tyson was going to demolish in the early aughts. Do you remember? What about, I remember some guy who demolished um, Johnny Knoxville in the early aughts. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like he was a joke after a certain point, probably around now. But yeah. apparently his record before this was like 35 and 1. kind and, of a monster. Cause yeah. I, yeah, because it was a bunch of tin cans. Yeah. Okay, so then, because this is a legit oh. boxing match, uh, the chicken rounds in. The San Diego chicken, which is not... We're in Philadelphia, but I guess he had showed up before. I was having trouble finding the out. The world-famous chicken comes in, the San Diego chicken. And he touches the Vinny's butt. Because. And yeah. then he's punched. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, so now we see, instead, in lieu of a... A, oh, a package to show you what happened. We're just going to show you what happened on Sunday Night Heat. So we're not even showing you the feud or the reason this match exists. We're just showing you the stuff that just happened before. Which, once again, now it wouldn't be like this because now they understand how we're going to package this for the future. But at the time, I don't think they needed to explain it. I do think they were... Everyone knew what was going on. Yes and no. Okay. I think the fact that there's no story, and if you watch this now, or even if you watch it, if you watch it then, and you were watching every week, and you're watching the Monday Night Wars, yeah, you would know what happened. But the reason of like why mankind, and this is the match is going to be mankind uh, against the Big Show, uh, Paul White. Yeah, it's the Big Show. Uh, a His theme match. song back then is way better. Yeah, it's, than the current <laughs> theme song. Uh, it's a singles match to become the special guest referee for the main event. And um, but okay, and, so but you're like, why? Yeah, who why gives is, a shit? Why would you be that? You and, need to read the backstory to care, and it's never explained. And it's never explained, and it's not even that great. Um, nope. The whole any if you were a fan of this at the time, or if you have any passing familiarity with Mick Foley, all his classic stuff 
happened. I mean, he would do some more stuff after this, but the stuff as far as singles, winning the championship, that happened in January this of 98. Yeah. Or, cool. Or 90, or what are we, we're in 99 right so now. So it's in January of 99. His matches with The Rock before they were The Rock and Slot Connection, like all that stuff happened before this. More importantly, Hell the Cell happened in, in 98, 97. Really? That long No, ago? no. It's King of the Ring 98. Okay. It's just too much wrestling. I don't know what year <laughs> anything is anymore. But that's the match where he falls from the top. 20 feet. Twice. Yes. One Once. time to the table, one time to the mat. With the best call of all time from Jr. Oh, good God! <laughs> They've destroyed mankind. <laughs> it's the best. It's the yeah. best call I want to say in all of wrestling. I think there's a call in the next WrestleMania that might be my favorite. So we'll wait till that one. Okay. Yeah, but for now, it's pretty Fucking, good. I'm gonna play that call right now. The pain that these two men are preparing to endure is inhuman. How they will put their bodies on the line here is beyond description. Oh, and the Undertaker says, he's doing it. you want me up there? You want to come up there and fight? I'm going to come up and whip your butt. Oh, my gosh. No, he may not make it up. Undertaker in a very precarious position. Ooh. Nothing between the Undertaker and the concrete floor, but imagination. He's there. And apparently Hell in the Cell match is officially underway in the most god-awful of locations. Chair shot just makes you sick, makes your your blood just, your blood curl. That is a, Puts goosebumps on my back there. It makes the hair on my neck stand up. I like it. They're fighting on a on a steel roof of this cell. They use a that's a steel chair that mankind is oh using. Gosh, look at this. It broke through. It broke through. Well, that's a lot of weight. There's over there's two three hundred pounders up there. They're they're destroying the the hell in the cell. And my God, don't get them over here where we are. What's going to happen here? Undertaker fighting back. He's fighting back. They're right above us, folks. And I don't like it a damn bit. Oh, my God. Look out. Oh, This is to determine the guest referee of the main event. I mean, this is the, the the story you need to know. Basically, is the same one we had last time. Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin likes beer, and Vince McMahon likes not paying taxes. <laughs> and you think they could get along, but they can't. And Vince is doing everything as the owner of the company to to have Stone Cold not have the belt, yeah. other than just firing the guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing everything in his power. And uh, mankind had the belt, and then Big Show when they got him, he, they they bill him as like the I mean, they the, only loved him because he loved WCW. Let's oh be yeah, honest. he was the biggest free agent because he's yeah. seven feet, yeah, four hundred pounds or whatever, whatever. five hundred pounds, uh, the most coveted free agent. Yes, that's false. <laughs> he's had yes. a he's had a miserable career. It's just been boring. It's been a waste of a giant. And uh, 
He seems like a nice man. He does seem like a nice guy. That's the thing. This he's is not a, nice a judgment guy. on this person. Oh, no. Paul White. I think that's his real name. Uh, he's a, seems like a nice guy. He's funny, and he actually he get, gets He it. gets the joke. He's really good on late night. But they've never booked him right no. in 20 years. If, if you ever are bored, watch him on old Conan shows. They're pretty good. Him yeah. and uh, the sex uh, doctor... The one that had that like Canadian public access show, and she'd play with sex, not play, but like introduce sex toys to people. Doctor Ruth, not Doctor Ruth. Okay. Uh, so it's Mankind, Conan, like ninety eight around this era. It's hilarious. It's yeah. great. I highly recommend it. Okay. So this match. So what we do see is that basically at Heat, they beat each other up, kind of. They fell yeah, over a desk. Yeah. Before WrestleMania, like essentially as the athletes are arriving. That kind of thing. Right. They're just fighting in the They're back. They're just fighting, but once again, not selling the fact that he's a giant. They like fall. They literally fall over a desk. Really soon. And really awkwardly. Yeah. And you're like, why did Because Mankind's like uh, the normal size of a dad. Yeah. Like, he's just and a the normal build of a dad. 5'10", maybe? He's probably six Maybe six. Feet. Like, like pear-shaped. Yeah. He, he could, he'd be Dan from Roseanne's cousin. Yeah. Like, that's it. Not um, someone that could ever fight and beat. Big show legitimately. No, and um, but then we cut to his interview where he's basically saying, I beat Undertaker, I beat Stone Cold, you know, maybe not a, a legitimate way or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forgot whatever fuck finish they had yeah. for that. Um, but he says, you know, uh, he's done being, done doing what he's supposed to. He's an angry young man, and it's going to make, you know, and then he does this have a nice day catchphrase. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted to, I forgot to, to check how old Mankind was at this point. Mid-30s, probably. Yes, an angry young man. He's got a bunch of children no, that are like six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, he is has a video package that is played in the arena. I, I'm assuming you didn't notice that. The arena's screen, very large, mm-hmm. like the Jumbotron, but the size of the video package is very small. Like they're filling maybe a fifth of the screen that they could. They ripped it off YouTube. Th- that's how it looks. Yeah. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. I always wonder how it is to w- watch these matches in the arena, and here's why. It's not good. A giant football stadium has multiple screens. You could watch it anywhere. It doesn't really matter. But a hockey and basketball arena, it's really bad. Probably the best place to watch any sport is baseball because pretty much any direction you look, you can see a screen. This is all not in the – not all, but a lot of this WrestleMania is not in the ring. Right, and they're and – I've you know been to some live events and when that happens they have to cut usually have it on the the jumbotron which is above the ring no the one at the well now there's like a giant sc- you mean the giant screen the giant screen but they're also projecting it above the ring okay yeah depending at this on, time where you are yeah. in 1999 there is no giant what you know now is like the raw wall or the giant video right. screen that's at every single WWE event yeah no this is just yeah this is just what you have in the arena right you can't. Even now, watching it at home, you can't see a lot of these hits. Right. Because they don't know, like, the cameraman don't have the script or something, or they're calling on the fly. So a lot of this is just lost to, like, the three guys that saw it. Yeah. How could you possibly know what was going on, especially when there's a Mankind match? Who's out of the ring the majority of the match. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and then couple that with the poor video quality. The poor video quality and the fact that, yeah, like, not only do they not know, they are, you know, they're producing it on the fly, mm-hmm. cut to this, cut to this. But they miss a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You, they're doing replays, and then a move happens. Um, even in our main event, when it's like we should get this really tight, so it's not a very long match. No, it's um, six, uh, almost seven minutes. 
Um, basically, so so the big show is is part of the corporation, and so he's Vince McMahon's giant puppet. Yeah, and he's supposed to beat uh, mankind so that he can be in the special referee. Exactly, and so he can deny Austin. See, this is how convoluted it is. Yeah, and and so, but he gets a um, he gets chair. He like gets a chair almost like pretty. Not immediately, but he gets a chair, and it's like, why is he not getting immediately? He hit him with the chair. Why is he not getting immediately mm-hmm. cued? They're like, all right, let the match continue. Let the match continue. Um, and he eventually sets up two chairs, um, chokes, yes. kind of choke slams him through. Yeah, them. it's botched because he mankind falls and he hits the middle he of the like chairs. Nicks one of them. It, it doesn't yeah, look they needed good. to be on like next to each other for this to work. Yeah, and they just tip over. Um, which apparently it was supposed to be enough to send him to the hospital. Um, <laughs> And then Vince comes out, and, it, and okay, so Mankind does win by DQ. Now he's going to be the special ref. Yes. Uh, so Vince is like, why did, why did that happen? You're, you know. Yeah, you just kind of Kind him. of like the HBK with, with, uh, Mike, with uh, Mike Tyson thing. Like, you were our, my guy. What, why yeah. did you help me out? So he gets. But, but Vince's actual anger. By the way, this is our first appearance of Vince McMahon, the, the, character. the villain character. Uh, it, his reasoning is sound. Yeah. <laughs> You're a big show. <laughs> You are Beat the, big the show. mankind yeah, easily. Why don't? Why did you use chairs? Basically? Yeah, and um, and so then they, you know, you can kind of see where this is going. Um, you know, he's he lifts him up to choke slam him and puts him down. Like, no, you shouldn't choke slam your boss. It's frowned upon. Uh, and then Vince gets back in his face and slaps him, so he gets knocked out. Not quite as convincingly as Butterbean knocking no. out Bart Gun. Uh, so Mister Man wakes up and. Instantly summons the Philadelphia police yeah. and sends him to jail. Because uh, you shouldn't assault your boss. Also, it's super easy to get the cops to arrest anybody if you're the boss. Yeah. If you're a straight white man and you have a suit, you can get anybody arrested, guys. Yeah, that's the lesson of wrestling and America. Yeah, it's, it rings true. Once again, a believable story. Yeah. Uh, now, we're, next match we have is a four corners elimination match for the WWF, WWF Intercontinental Championship. Um, there's no pre-match uh, package. Doesn't really matter. There's, there are f- several feuds here that we'll have no idea what's going on. That's not true. As each character is introduced, uh, they the announcers do the best in explaining they the do feuds. Do the best they can. But once again, they're really there's a lot going on. It's so convoluted. But in in lieu of a package, we do get a shot of one of my favorite signs, which is a Cartman respect my authority sign. <laughs> season three of South Park, man? South Park and WWF were a match made in heaven. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even get to see, like, there's a whole year, I think, where New Age Outlaws just wear South Park shirts. Jesus Christ. They had the hottest selling merch, and they were like, eh, fuck it. Cartman shirt. I'm a grown man. Uh, wait, so, wait, I we I want to go back. We missed some of my favorite signs really quick. Okay. Uh, because this is more important than anything else we're going to talk about. Clearly. Uh, the, my favorite. Remember Deborah? She was with Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, they want the boobs. Uh, Deborah three sixteen an hour. Ooh, that's horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. She costs a Bible verse an hour to have sex with her. Uh, my favorite. Another one was a WCW sucks S U X. But each person had a like a letter. That's so they solid. were all sitting next to each solid. other. So random points. It wouldn't say. It would just say W S. <laughs> You could make a couple of different phrases. Yeah, it didn't really work. The reason why I mentioned that is because uh, we have to objectify more women coming up right now. Does that happen immediately? Mm, pretty soon. Oh, okay, well, I mean, what first come now we get the other half of the New Age Outlaws. We get the one who talks. We get Road Dog. Mm-hmm. He comes out and says he wants to kick it off doggy style. Which is cool. Once again, I love that he cuts his own promo as he comes to the ring. Yes. I genuinely like that. That's why you'll like Enzo and Cass and NXT, because they do the same thing. 
Road Dog is the like reason I didn't watch during this era. He's a he's a southern white guy with um at this point like tight dreads. They're like braids. Yeah. It looks bad. Um the most white trash I'm going to bully everyone at the state fair look possible. Oh yeah, he's just uh he's a, a he's a I don't know de- I'm going to say decorated. He's probably not decorated. Military veteran of the first Gulf War. Sure. Yeah, which means he's a good guy, Brandon. Sure. Respect our veterans. My cousin fought in that war because he couldn't get into college. Did you have... I, th- I don't think we've talked about this. Did you have the trading cards? I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. So uh, it was a good war for merchandise. I remember buying uh, the like America pins at the local convenience store. Not 7-Eleven because we didn't have yeah. those. But like... Because uh, that was such an important thing. Really but they were like all... In, well, kind of is because they were independently owned and f- whatever. And I remember buying it from a man that hailed from the Middle East... And he was selling like three for a dollar American flag pins. And I was like, even at that time, I was like, this is weird, right? <laughs> this is not what you do. I'm like, uh, this is weird. It's a weird like, transaction. Apparently I was nine. <laughs> like, this is awkward. I have another wrestling story about the Gulf War. Shoot. Um, CM Punk, like, I think he, he grew up not, not pretty, you know, comfortably. Yeah. And I think they had like thrift store clothes and hand-me-downs mm-hmm. and stuff and he had like a Gulf War shirt but he kept wearing it like even at I mean the war is how long right and yeah he kept wearing it and people were making fun of him, like ah that war is not even happening anymore and he's like I'm just wearing a shirt dude like I'm I'm, I'm 10 like Wait, give me a break that's not your story that's someone else's story it's a wrestling oh okay it's a wrestling uh Gulf War story I was I don't have any wrestling Gulf War stories I did I just yeah. told it to you yeah um, that the best thing about the Gulf War in my life was uh, two things. Number one, be good. there's two things. Without war, I don't exist. I didn't find out my grandmother remarried after World War II until she died. Wow. My mother is the product of her second marriage. This, Henceforth, I do not exist without PTSD in World War II. This turned. This took a real Marin turn. Hell yeah. <laughs> we are not cool. <laughs> What if I get the the creator of Mad TV is going to be on this show real soon? That's a real inside joke that no one liked. Number two Gulf War story is the cousin that was too dumb to get into college that fought in that war. The best thing about that was all of him and his platoon mates, like they got BMG and those other like eight CDs for a penny groups in the Middle East. So they get it all shipped there and they're like, we're never going to pay you this bill. So they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. But they didn't really like assign CDs to whoever. So like he just went home with a bunch of CDs. He didn't look at what he took. So he had like three versions of Stone Temple Pilots core. Not like different alternate tracks, but just yeah. like the same fucking CD. Yeah. Why didn't you just look at the CD? Maybe if you looked at shit, you would have gotten to college. <laughs> but with that, yeah. I got these CDs. As, like he was by this point in a community college way after the fact. He should have gone when not in 91. This is like 99, 97, 98, something like that. Freshman year of college. It was 97 fall. Uh, I visited one of the last times I ever was I visited that house. I got like twenty of his CDs because they had been there for years. How many of them point. were Stone Temple? Pilots I got one Core. version of Stone. I got one of the three copies of Stone Temple Pilots Core, but I got Nine Inch Nails Broken EP, Ooh, and that fucking took me off the trajectory. That's good, completely. So without him being a fucking idiot going to fight people, he didn't have anything against. You don't fight, bros. Yeah, Be cool. Have learned about. I don't have the broken EP, and I don't think... I'm not joking. I don't think my life turns into what it does without that. That's... I have a totally different Nine Inch Nails-related story. Which, but do you have a Nine Inch Nails-related wrestling story? I wish I did, but instead, 
to well, save this whole thing from going into the uh, the recycling bin, I have the our next guy. Who's, who's the coolest? Oh God. Uh, it's Val Venus, guys. I hate this guy so much. He's Val Venus. A, this is the second reason I didn't watch wrestling at this time. I know. You're too cool for a guy in a towel and a porn sex. No, but it, I want I want Rick Rude. I know, but he's dead. He's dead in 99? Yes. Cool. Yeah, he's definitely dead. Can't The Undertaker bring him back? <laughs> Can't we have a different Rick Rude? Yeah. Um, no, you get the Rick... Every generation gets the Rick Rude they deserve. <laughs> you got Val Venus. Oh, fuck this Sean guy. Morley. Um, no, so Val Venus is... It's great because he's a porn star, guys. That's in the, real life? No, that's oh. the gimmick. Um, Why did they just get a porn all star? All the promos that they did um, were all like he was on the set. They did. They, they used to really like when a new guy was coming. You would, no pun intended. They would, you know, do these promos week to week, kind of like building it up. They do it in NXT really well. But back then, like you, if you watch any of these raws from like ninety seven or whenever before he came ninety eight. Um, it was like, oh, here's this character. We're not going to show him wrestling. We're just going to show him, like, hey, I'm going to be there soon. And I'm on the set of my new film, Shaving Ryan's Privates. Like, he was, it was like, Jenna Jameson Good was in reference. one. Yeah, full circle. Uh, Jenna Jameson was in one of them. Like, they just shot these, like, low really? budget, like, to make it seem legit that he was actually a porn star. Um, so he's there, and he says a rap about his, uh, the big Valbowski sausage. I think it's his penis. Um, and he was saying how the, I think it's his penis. How the uh, Intercontinental Championship, that belt won't keep my pants up, which the ladies love. Speaking of the ladies, uh, Jerry the King Lawler on mic. Thank God he is there. It's not just Michael oh Cole. My God. Uh, there are some women who are very attracted to Val, according to him. And he's got probably the best quip of the night. Which was? You know what they call a pretty girl in Philly? Tourist. That's right. <laughs> a tourist, baby. That's the best when his like big book of, big book of jokes actually works. It's so fucking He actually great. has a better line later. I, not better, but not a one liner. But he's like, he hangs out with Ron Jeremy and that crowd. Oh, and then Michael Cole goes, like, How would you know that? Yes, I, I read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually him being kind of quick. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get our other. Uh, <sighs> now we get the objectification of what Yes, we get Gold Dust, no longer with Marlene at this point. He's with the Blue Meanie and Ryan Shamrock. Um, and they don't mention Ryan Shamrock, really. They mention her during the match. I think they try to explain. She is the sis- the kayfabe sister of our fourth contender, the uh, Ken Shamrock. The Ken Shamrock. Probably. Okay, so kayfabe, real-life sister. No, kayfabe. Kayfabe's fake, sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ, so confusing. It's the dumbest thing. Why didn't they bring in, like... So they brought in, like, the most modest-looking, attractive woman that would be willing to do She's this. She's supposed to be... Like his Girl little sister. Door. Yeah. Totally played it off. I thought yeah. she was, shoot, real, like, yeah, sister. Yeah. That's how, like, okay. I was like, oh, that's actually a daring casting choice. Right. You casted someone normal looking with gold dust, who we've discussed before, who I genuinely like. Yeah. Maybe my favorite person on this entire card, other than the obvious Shane Mike, Shane McMahon. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, Shane Mack. You know, Shane Mack. <laughs> and uh, the Blue Meanie. Uh, if you've never seen the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, the Blue Meanie, the, the animated film, not listening to the album and looking at the cover, the Blue Meanies are essentially the villains, right? There's a Chicago ska punk band called the Blue Meanies who are very popular in that region for maybe a decade. So whenever I think of Blue Meanies, I don't think of this. Yeah, so Blue Meanie they brought in from ECW. Yes. Um, last, I believe, at the um, 
at WrestleMania 14, there was a lot of signs for the BWO, which is the Blue World Order. It was Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards and someone else doing parodies of WCW and WWF each week mm-hmm. in ECW. Um, Blue, uh, Blue Meanie was doing it. He's a he's a like a chubby. Guy. He looks like he he's a roadie for the Blue Meanies or something. Like he looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a he looks like Cartman grown up. Actually, yeah, he has a horrible physique, and he's got like dyed blue hair, and it got a cut off shirt with his gut and all that. He looks like a gutter punk. Yeah, and he but he was doing a blue dust gimmick. That was yeah. the joke gimmick at ECW. Then they brought him in to actually do it with Goldust. Yeah, and then at some point Goldust um, becomes. He calls him mommy. He calls him mommy. Um, yeah, it was a weird thing. And then Blue Meanie has a custom T-shirt too, like an airbrush from Great Am- from Six Flags shirt, and it's like of him and gold dust. That was his only shirt for like two years, I bet. And this woman, Ryan, who he does not like. No, because he's fighting for. I mean, they they make that that's key to the match, but they don't explain any of that backstory. Um, so this, I pieced it together by his T-shirt. Well, I'm glad you were able to figure it out, the narrative of his uh, you know, Ocean City T-shirt. Um, so this match is stupid. Uh, it's a four corners. So it's we didn't even get to the other fucking yeah, wrestler. Said, Ryan Sha- no, said. Ken Shamrock. Oh, Ken Shamrock, yeah. The, Ryan Shamrock. The legit fighter from UFC. Who's a, like, I always hate it, and this match reminds me why, because yeah, he's he doesn't even, like the kayfabe, like, yeah, breaking the rules, if you're the bad guy, you use a chair, stuff like that, you cheat, right? Yeah. If you're, like, not even a bad guy, you have to, like, if it's a tag match, you don't just come in when you want. If it's, you know, and they play that up in the last pa- last Mania of, like, oh, this guy's unhinged. But now he just looks like an asshole. It's yeah, like, in the last Mania, the he fought yet? The Rock and technically won, but because he wasn't stopped being a dick, The Rock they retained like, the no, belt. No belt for you. Um, they're, they're all, you know, f- that said, they're all good workers in the ring. Most are. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't like, who don't you like? Shamrock. Okay. Well, I mean, he's he can do he can do suplexes and shit. And and Road Road Dog's probably the worst one. His best move uh, is his finishing move, um, where he does a pump handle slam and it makes it look like he's having Ex- sex yes, with a man. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Putting the pump and pump handle slam, and he uh, then at one at, towards the end of it, Shamrock and Valvinus get counted out. Um, but Shamrock comes back in because that's what I mean. He's a dick. He doesn't yeah. really care. So which makes it really it's it's difficult to like watch him wrestle one on one. It's a four-person match. Yeah, and it's a four-person with match. two extra people. Yeah, it's a they're not tag partners, but it's two people in the ring at a time, and it's an elimination. Tag. It's convoluted without any story, without someone just constantly breaking the rules. Um, and then it it ends with this fuck finish where um, the yeah, how does it end? I completely so, forgot. So I Blue, saw this like twelve hours yeah, ago. Yeah, Blue Meanie. I can't believe you don't remember this classic moment in wrestling history. Uh, Blue Meanie and oh, Ryan yeah. Shamrock. Okay. That's right. Are kind of arguing and then Ryan goes to to cheat and grab Road Dog's leg but she ends up ends up grabbing Dusty uh, Gold Dust Goddust's leg because they both have black pants so it's somewhat forgivable she wasn't looking she just reaches up which is not a good way to cheat so Road Dog wins like a roll up or some bullshit yeah he's distract- it was a distraction finish and then um, they make her cry Gold Dust and Blue Meanie make her cry they Gold- yell at her Gold Dust makes it look like he's gonna hit her not really. Yeah, it's she, more just like I'm like, an angry dad. Yes, it's not. It's not great. But Blue Meanie has won the day. He's the big winner in this match. Hooray! Yes. How and oh boy, my YouTube suggestions are all fucked up because before you, you gave me your network password, <laughs> I was just watching random whatever like holes I would go down. 
So one of the holes I went down was like when shit got real in WWE blah, 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 during this era. And there was like a ECW WF crossover. Yes. And those used to happen. A couple, they happened a couple times. And it was like a battle royale or something. But Blue Mini legit got the shit kicked out of him. And he's bloodied everywhere. And I think it was like Stone Cold or something that just yeah, like that's, went out. Uh, that's how you show him he's not one of the boys. Yeah. yeah. So th- that's how I that's remember. A, that's, that's how I knew rip. Blue Mini before this. <laughs> yeah. They beat the shit out of him. That's accurate. Are you surprised that we've been going this long for WrestleMania? Neither of us enjoyed. Look at the time. Look oh, how no, long I, we've been recording. Yeah, no. It's, it's I am kinda, shocked. Yeah, there's a lot. It's just so bad. It's a whole lot of nothing that just makes me like confused rather than angry or happy or anything. Yeah, but at least the next few matches we get, none of those matches need to exist. No. And at this point, I think the Kane, I think the Mankind one is the best simply because I like Mankind. And mankind. It, and he had the biggest pop. Yes. For sure. Yeah, the he's totally pop. over at this point. And I genuinely like Goldust as a character. Yes, but now you get stuff that kind of shows you... A, kind of like what they were doing at that time. Yeah. Um, and also gives you a sense of it. And also gives you a sense of like how how this company really... Made if money. not for Ted Turner, like just throwing good money after bad, this company should not have made it the way they were running things. Yeah, for sure. So what we get to the next is Kane, um, a company with China against Triple H. Excuse me, not with China. She comes out in the match. Spoiler alert. No. Does she? Mm, you're yeah, right. Yeah, she comes out because I remember going, oh, China looks good. Yeah, China so looks it's, different. Yes, it's Triple H versus Kane. Basically, um, they do show a package for this. Thank you. Um, China had turned on Triple H, her degeneration ex partner in crime and real life friend. Yes, and possibly lover at some point. Yeah, and to help. That's the worst word. Lover. That no, I'm not joking. That's the worst word. Does that bother? Do you ever call your wife your lover? Not on a podcast. Brandon. Have you ever once said that out loud to no, anybody? No, that's horrible. Have you included it in your vows? No, I was there. I no, I uh, I don't remember I, that. I do know someone at a wedding who was introducing her much older boyfriend as her lover. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's gross. What is more disgusting than that? We could. We've gotten so many tangents. I don't care. Think about that. Yeah, no, lover's pretty gross, and that relates to this. How so? Because it's alluded to is like everybody's fucking everybody. This is a lover's quarrel. That's what this match is about. Right. And and China was with Triple H, and uh, but you know she she turned on DX, but then Kane accidentally hit her, and then he carries her out like he like he, I guess there's like that? there's a lot in this video package because there's a few things that we need to point out. There's a lot of fire involved. Yeah, number cause one because it's Kane. It's Kane. So Kane essentially oh, fire he. Fire, does a he fight fireball at Triple H and like China gets in the way and I, it could it wasn't clear if like he ducked or he pushed her into the fireball right. whatever but he but Kane carries China away heroically yeah and then a few nights later on something Triple H is dressed as Gold Dust I think it was like Kane versus Gold Dust so he came out as which is a that happens later in this sure you come out as the other guy and then yeah. he surprised him with a flamethrower flamethrower yeah. what yeah that's um, a thing yeah so we have this like pretty heady like we're shooting people with fire so kind of like last wrestlemania when it's like really serious let's immediately have a comedy bit what the fuck so the chicken's back well no kane second best intro in all of wrestling in this era well sorry third best obviously stone cold number one yeah but it's a it's almost as good as takers where he comes out and then it's, it's all red and, and there's the- a fire thing you gotta you gotta have some JKs. Yeah, gotta bring it down a little bit. So the chicken uh, comes out to bother Kane, and it's immediately revealed that it's or no, he gets tombstoned. Does he get tombstoned before he's revealed to be Pete Rose? Uh uh-uh. uh 
it is revealed, and then he is tombstone. Well, yeah, he's not just going to tombstone chicken. He has tombstone the Phoenix Sun gorilla before, <laughs> but he wanted to make sure because he's kind of a face at this point. Um, yeah, and for two guys, and so then that happens, and now we're to the match. Triple H kind of sneaks in. He doesn't come down the runway. He sneaks in the match, and it starts. Are you going to say? Who, did we even say who it was who he who revealed as the chicken? I said P. Rose. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because they have a long feud. Because it's a big red machine, and there can only be one. No, <laughs> I didn't. Re- I completely forgot. They're in Philadelphia. Okay, he was a Philly for a few years. Okay, there you go. That's specifically why. But I, it's weird then to do it because I know. Kane's the face. I know, and he's tombstoning the bad guy. I know, Pete Rose. It's so strange. So Triple H comes out because that's there is going to be a match, a singles match. Uh, it's crap. That's another way to look to describe this WrestleMania. There's going to be a match. Yeah, there's going to be a sequence of matches, whether you want it or not. <laughs> but the the one cool thing about this is the heel turn. Yes. So basically, they they have just like the most. I mean, it's not a good match. These guys can both work. They'll be at the top of the company. This is not a good match. And um, so China comes out, and uh, she it looks like she's like lost weight, wearing makeup, and she's in like the glamazon, you know, like. Uh, like okay heavy metal the comic book totally yeah that kind of outfit it's one of two things she's either lost a lot of muscle mass okay that could be it uh she's wearing makeup that like essentially points like paints and shadows and definition and shit and before i don't think she had like any makeup on if other than like tv makeup and she either got a boob reduction Mm -hmm. or a boob job i can tell i think it was like a reduction actually she I, well, something yeah. happened yeah, to no, her physically yes. in the past year, or like she got a metal bra that she got a, no. a, a good fitting metal bra. No, no, it was definitely okay. not that because it's weird. It's, okay, the whole thing is weird. Um, so, uh, China, uh, she but, runs out. She runs out. You're not sure what's gonna happen. Uh, gets a chair mm-hmm. and uh, betrays Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's chair shot time. Kane gets a couple to the face. The match is over. Um, but he gets uh pedigreed. Onto the uh, onto the chair, mm-hmm. um, and but tri- the, here's the thing: chair shots always cool. Mm-hmm. Instant concussion, love it. Oh yeah, they're great. There's the a big pedigree for that. onto the chair, it didn't look good, and yeah. it kind of like ruined the momentum you had by like just, just concussing a, a man. Yeah, um, and then Triple H and China are reunited. They just he picks up in a huge bear hug and li- lifts her up and gets a huge pop. She jumps into his arms, yeah, and they hold each other, and like as like close friends slash lovers. <laughs> it is gross. It's sort of like the ending of the Notebook, and then Michael Cole says Triple H and China are together again, and Jerry Lawler says she's a witch. <laughs> also, Cole says that blood is thicker than money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a professional. He's real good. He's yeah. really good. But it's really strange because going into this, Kane is like the beloved. He's the beloved monster. Yeah. Now he's face. He's the good one. He saved the girl. And then you're like, nah, nah. Titty, fuck that guy. Titty ass fuck vagina. Like, <laughs> the DX is back together, guys. Um, <sighs> so that, yeah. So that's the thing of, like, Triple H just on his way to being a main eventer. We've now seen it in a couple iterations. And this is the kind of shit that will, that, like, he'll be a main eventer. God. He's actually oh. the best uh, wrestler that's ever lived. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I found that on WWE.com. Um, so After this, we get our second celebrity sighting of the night. Big pun. Big pun's there. Yeah, big Punisher. Yeah, he was also at the Rage Party. Yep, we'll, we'll get see. to that later. Yeah. And now we have our first women's match. But first we go uh, backstage. It's a key plot point. Oh, is that now? Yeah, Vince is backstage. Oh, that's right. Sorry, so now, 
your match to determine who is going to be the special referee. He has had Big Show taken to jail. He's taken to the big jail. And <laughs> Mankind... <laughs> mankind's in the hospital. A guy who was once in Sorry, recent memory... Yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, it's special jail. <laughs> mankind, who in memory of this this audience, was thrown off a 20-foot cage into a table and then was taken on a stretcher and came back to be thrown through a cage again. Here's how I justified that. Yeah. Vince McMahon ordered that to happen. Okay. Good kayfabe answer. Yeah. Or you could say just the continued injuries. Kind of like real life, what was <laughs> happening to his body. It was being broken down piece by piece. We're not going to recognize that until much, much later. Yeah. So Mankind is at the hospital because he was almost... almost uh, Choke slammed into two chairs. Almost. Almost. Didn't quite do it, Big Show. Cause that routine sucked. move was almost executed moderately well. Yeah. And uh, so he can't. So who's going to be the ref? Uh, I well, can't even do a Vince voice. It just You sucked. can't? It's fun. I think I would just, like lose my voice. I'm going to be the You're guest really referee. You're really bad. Yeah. I'm going to be the guest referee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's go. how you do it. That's how you, you do know. it. I know. <laughs> I think he's like... I have a special shirt in my gym bag. <laughs> he's the worst. Yeah, he's really bad. Yeah, so that's our that's our our. I'm glad that we have decided to dedicate weeks of our lives to talk about his, his legacy. Company, yeah. <laughs> so now we get to our first. This is a singles match for the WWF Women's Championship. Our first women's match. I, Jesus. Yeah. In, been since a while. like single six? digits. Yeah. Yes. And it is uh, Sable uh, versus Tori. Sable, who we found out can actually wrestle the week prior, which was a shock. Well, the year prior. The year prior. Jesus Christ. Yes. That's right. Oh, people watch this for a year. Oh, boy. That'd be yeah. horrible. So S Sable could wrestle, but now she's the champion. They brought back the belt. So she's not going to wrestle. And she had been in Playboy at this point because they reference it. And uh, she's now, because she did Playboy, now she's like... She's a heel because she doesn't care. She's a celebrity. Yeah. She showed her tits. Uh, she's grinding her hips at all times. Yeah. Uh, Between she, pretty much every move. Yeah, because she comes out and cuts her promo in the ring, which everyone does. All the women who want to be me. This is for all the women who want to be me and all the men who come to see me. Are you boys ready for the grind? That's actually gross. It's more gross than lover. When she says grind like that, that's Because it references the MTV workout program? Yeah, that's totally why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just gross. Uh, King does get in uh, to call that Sable's not his type because she's not inflatable. <laughs> like, oh, and Cole doesn't respond. Grown man. It's yeah. great. Um, and then Tori comes out. Tori's a new wrestler we haven't seen before. And I read about the backstory, and the backstory is relatively decent kayfabe storytelling. Yes, she was the super fan slash stalker. Mm -hmm. Just got involved and then just in pushing, pushing, and, and Sable's a heel. And yeah. Yeah. And it's great storyline. The only problem is uh, sometimes people think things are real, and uh, people attack the current WWE Performance Center. Was it three months ago when yeah. someone like shot it up? Well, luckily, yes. no one was harmed other than the shooter. Yeah, looking for like AJ Lee, yeah. who was no longer with the company. You shouldn't be. A, they don't have stalker storylines anymore. Thank God. Yeah. Um, also, what they don't have is um, like they didn't learn the lesson from Giant Gonzalez against Undertaker. This one's a little different because well, the giant Gonzalez costume. No, the giant Gonzalez costume was just weird, and well, this is like, like airbrushed hair where his crotch should be. Yeah, this is just like—is she naked? Is she a leopard? <laughs> yeah. Does she have airbrushed skin? Yeah. Yes. Tori is wearing an airbrushed bodysuit. Um, so who wore it better? Um, 
Yeah, it's bad though. It's yeah. really not good. She wore it better, by the way. Literally anything she could have worn anything. And then so this is a nothing match, and Sable bombs. It's just Sable wins. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, the Sable bomb. Because the only reason why she wins though is because someone named Nicole Bass enters the ring. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I've seen her on Howard Stern. That's for the audience who hadn't been. That that's what King offers. Okay, so is she a bodybuilder. Yeah. Okay. She's le- she was legit ripped. She's, she's bigger than China. Bigger than China. More steroided out than China. It would have that would have been a great match. Why don't we just see two women's matches and that be one of the matches? Because I don't think either of them could wrestle. But instead, because we get some fucking asshole Philly crowd, we get a, uh, I hear, you. there's a clearly audible, show us your dick, <laughs> scream, twice. WWF, transphobic as fuck. And this is why my wife hates the WWE. Yeah, you shouldn't start, like, hey, you want to see the Attitude Hour? It's really great. Look at all this. Uh, at one point, the king... No, I'd like to concede right now. It wasn't show us your dick. It's show us your penis. That's the note I have. Oh I'm so God. sorry. That's actually... Now we have lovers, grind, and show, show us, us your, your penis. penis. Um, at one point, King says about Sable, cute little cheeks, which is like, dude, that's gross. Like, can you objectify her in general and not be so specific? And, yeah, this is garbage. This okay, is- moving on. Let's get to more garbage. Yes. Shane McMahon. That's right. Vince's son. <laughs> Oh, with Test uh, against X-Pac for the WWF European Championship, uh, a a real belt that Shane McMahon has because he's a wrestler. Well, that belt was gifted to him from Test. Okay, Test, earlier. who we see again. Yeah. Uh, Still sucks. Once again, though, I like this storyline because it makes sense. It's yeah. nepotism. I love it. Right. And it this, totally makes sense. This is the other one of the other trends that we see of what should have doomed this stupid company and continues to be like a drag on the company is um, you might disagree now, but the insistence to make when the Vince McMahon storyline and like him being a character worked, they were like, you know what the fans really want then is his stupid fucking kids. And then his stupid, uh, you know, senatorial candidate wife to be involved. I do disagree with you because I do enjoy it, especially looking at it from a pop culture perspective i think i think in terms of pure wrestling oh it's horrible no no and i think stephanie has gotten very good but they they botched i think she's gonna go to mike she's the best heel he's a better heel yeah no um now kevin owens yeah she because he actually wrestles and does things but no this this whole thing and they will go on to in the next couple years blow the biggest angle possible because of their insistence on making them the main characters when they this is you know in the in a year or so they'll buy wcw and ecw if the dream all the dream matches that kids have been making up in their heads for years will not happen because shane mcmahon has to wrestle yeah. which is crazy that uh, being said before the match we get a dx promo yes yeah, so and now dx which is, is important reunited uh it's xbox match so triple h cuts the promo which is also a, that's that's a thing perfect. that happens now too. Perfect. Triple H will talk for you and do all the things. Really for you. quick, uh, isn't X Pac the one that released the sex tape of him in China? Yes. Which is really really depressing. Yeah. And fucked up to this day. Oh no, it's it's really bad. It's and, an ongoing problem. And then her yeah, the releasing of yeah, sex tape, I mean, and also like the drugging of people and doing sex tape. Yeah, yeah. A, he was the, he or she was she was on opium gym and then he called in. This is in like May. Or June. It was like really soon after Rowdy's Rowdy's funeral. Oh no, but that sex tape was years ago. No, no, no. no but they like they updated oh, re- about this. Like it's okay. still not settled in their minds. She's like, I don't believe I did anything wrong. She's like, I've changed my life. I teach English in China now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. No, he's. I mean, and he was a total Xbox total drug addict degenerate. Yeah. Degeneration no X baby. Yeah. Living the living the gimmick. Um. So then Shane comes out with test. Really quick. Yes. Shane's theme song. Does he sing it himself? 
I couldn't find out I who sings has, it. Doesn't he? No, probably not. But okay. doesn't he have? The, isn't it the Vince one? Like, no chance. Yeah, that's what you got. Yeah, I don't. I think it's like. Okay, yeah. so it's a family song. Yeah, it's the family theme. Okay. Um, Do you think that they talk anymore? No. Okay. He they, he wasn't. I think on the Stone Cold podcast with Vince, like he didn't know exactly what part of the world Shane was living in. Yeah, he sold all his. He actually had some good business ideas, and then like they weren't. Stephanie had power played him out of it, so he just like stole it, sold his share, and was like, "I'm gonna go do, do something else." With my okay, life. yeah, which is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, really, uh, sorry, this is the stuff I find uh, lovely. He's married in real life, mm-hmm. and his wife looks like the most stereotypical like middle American housewife. Like yeah. on Wikipedia, like her photos, like her in a card again. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> to see like wh- this, like, like where he is and where X Pac is, and like oh yeah, what you thought people? was gonna happen, that happened. Yeah, that one that looks like he's drugging people and uh, doing porn, he's doing that. Yeah, that the happened. other guy still is in uh, Greenwich. <laughs> um, so this the whole thing here is that it's Shane McMahon and all his friends. So it's Test. Uh, they tease this but never do anything. I, these guys would eventually wrestle, but the Mean Street Posse. They do. They kind of, sort of, maybe run interference at a certain point. Yeah, but um, they get their comeuppance. Yeah, and also X Pac gets jumped by uh, Pat Patterson, Derek mm-hmm. Briscoe. Um, Cole actually, funny. Cole actually telling the story, going, "It's about their way of life." X Pac yeah. was raised by the streets, and yeah. Shane has a silver spoon. Um, What's the sign say? Like Greenwich Crew or something like that? Something? No, it Mean Street Posse. No, 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 no. There's a sign. It's like, oh, I think Greenwich. Yeah, yeah, Greenwich Jace. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, but and sadly, b- up until this point, match of the night. No joke. That's really sad. It's true, though. Look at that card. That's the, This is the match of the night. Yeah. This has the most storytelling, the most decent moves. The fact that Shane could wrestle at and all. And he could do a leapfrog. Yeah. It's pretty competent yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they, they do they do all the hero spots. But then it gets weird again, like with the chairs and the Big Show Mankind. It's like, yeah. you're not allowed to beat someone with a strap. Yeah, which Shane does, DQ'd. and then X-Pac does. So yes. at least the, the tables are... The only are... thing I can think of on this is that January of this year, or, or maybe January of the year this happened, or the January before, um, there's a match in WCW with Ric Flair and his son, and after the huh. match, NWO, like, beat, like, Hulk, oh, yeah. Hulk uh, shoot, hit David yeah. Flair, beat him with this thing in the middle of the ring like 19 times like way too many yeah. times so i'm thinking that yeah rick flair has ref- recently talked is that how you know about this the, he recently talked he recently about talked, this. i knew about it before but that's recent he was in tears he was legit cr- but once yeah. again it's rick flair in tears that has every day yeah forever. good things but his kid loved it he was like i'm, ma- I'm made man now. yeah he's out of wrestling now but he's alive that's not the oh it was oh good i'm glad yeah. i want um, good things for rick flair and the and the flair family that's legit yeah, this so this match, ring the uh, match of the night contender uh, it, happens. But it's true though, it, and all as you know in this singles match um, for the championship, all hits should be done to the crotch. European championship. Let's be clear, yes, it's, the it's most like, coveted the championship. Style, everything should be done to the crotch. Um, you know, there's not one match in this that doesn't involve a crotch shot, and yeah. that includes the females. Yeah, there's a crotch shot in the every women. Don't call them females for the love of God. I think in this one it's. No, that's not. Oh, what it's it the is. women's belt. No, no, it's not divas. You belt. don't call them females. You call them women. Okay. Yeah, it's a semantics thing. That that's you're on the wrong side of history, Brandon. All right, whatever. Uh, so this match is over. Can we move on? Yeah. We have two more of these guys. No, 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 no. We should we should mention that there's a double cross. Oh yeah, that's the big thing that yes. happens. So um, a bunch of females get in the ring. Uh, um, so D Generation X gets in and they're gonna help out X Pac, but then they don't. Triple H and China. Have turned so China's turned twice this night, and they beat up 
they you know X-Pac and New Age Outlaws and what the hell guys You're supposed to be Generation X pretty cool right yeah so uh, a a stupid character turn involving Triple H first of many many so the first character turn of Triple H with his soon to be father-in-law yeah cuz he will this this will lead to the Helmsley McMahon uh, faction or some shit yeah which is Great. Yeah, which will come out of the next storyline we have in our next match, which we actually do get a decent package here um, about The Undertaker and Big Boss Man in a Hell in a Cell match. This is the fifth Hell in a Cell match in the company at this point. It's Undertaker's third. And um, we get we see the, what Undertaker was doing at this time. This was my favorite shit in, at this time. This is the formation or the introduction of Undertaker's new cult, you might say. Ministry of Darkness. And it had great been, name. It had great, been building super up. basic name. Yeah, so good. It sells it, and it it um it had been building up for a few months because what happened was he had gotten it was like a buried alive match, but then he came back, and basically other t- teams and stuff started acting weird, and he basically he had a cult. He had the accolades. He had so great. He had Farouk so and great. Bradshaw. He had um they took Dennis Knight, uh, who was like. Phineas, one of the rednecks with a slop bucket. Mm-hmm. They turned him into Midian. They like put an X in his head, like a Manson thing. They uh, got vi- they got um, Big Daddy V, and they turned him into uh, Viscera. It's so cool. Uh, they brought in a- new guys too. They brought in the Brood, uh, which we'll see. Uh, Gangrel, uh, much less famous than Edge and Christian, um, who showed up on Raw this year and and were a key part of the storyline last year. So that's the thing. They were like coming for Vince. So they're kind of. They're tweeners because they're like you don't you don't get to crucify people and be the good guy, but you kind of are because you're taking it to the boss. Yeah, and it makes sense. Good solid yeah. storytelling, and I know that sounds weird because I'm talking about a man that's pretending to lead a cult, but whatever. Yeah, fuck no, it. and and they had like they they were at his house and they cut and then like Shane and Vince are like no one's answering and like they just burnt they just burn a cross on their lawn. No big deal. It's, <laughs> it's the Undertaker logo. It's kind of a cross. Yeah, you know it, that's the one problem I have with this taker of the era, the like logo within the shirt, like the cutout. It's like yeah, ugh, that's ugh. dicey. This is um, so now we have the return of and I another thing I didn't look up. Uh, too busy going over this car, horrible card is the big boss man's back, but that doesn't matter because he's essentially a soldier. He's a he's a SWAT yeah guy now. No 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 what? no. He's a soldier for. The uh for the McMahons. Yeah. He's not it's not like He's not the character. Exact we don't give a shit about Big Moss Man, which is both good and bad. Yeah, he's just and he's just That's what I mean by a soldier. It's just yeah. nameless, faceless, whatever. Right. And he had been uh somewhat kind of crucified. They had done that at one point mm-hmm. on the in the run up to this. And um they're gonna be in hell he's he's the soldier sent to fight Undertaker exactly. and himself. So we have former racist Big Boss Man and is now just wearing black Big Boss Man. Yes. Versus Taker. Taker's entrance, uh, worst music yet. Yes. We're in this, this is, horrible... It's it, like... Worst music yet. I know it gets worse. Right. Well, I, I'll even ta- I'll even take American Badass over this because it's like a remix, but done by the same people who are doing the butt rock music for everyone else. Yeah. And then he narrates it. Yeah. But at least we still get the dong to start it. Yeah. So there's the dong. Before the dong, there's a plug. Yeah, no, after their super dark, we just burn across on your lawn. Sponsored by M&M's. Our first notion, <laughs> our first plug for M&M's, the official candy of the millennium. Yeah. it's it just Which you, is hilarious. They knew what right, they were doing. you right out of it. But it's kind of perfect that they need to take you out of it. You don't want to get too heavy. Too, yeah, I mean, this is going to get pretty heavy. 
Um, oh yeah, Undertaker's look is now like goth Darth Vader. That's a great way to describe it. And he's got like he had okay. This is our second goatee of the night. He's just got the chin. His is fine. It's not good. No, because he's it's like not as offensive the, as the, the rest of it. He has hair pulled back. It's a weird look. He had it for a year or two. Yeah. Um. So basically, they have a Hell in a Cell match. So they brawl. They're hitting each other with stuff. Um. Cole goes. You could get a f- that that cage. It's not like a normal cage. It's a chain link. You could get a finger caught in that. And Jerry's like a finger. Like dude, you're getting bashed. Your your head's going headfirst into that. Uh, Bossman is a cop, so he handcuffs Undertaker to the cage, which at, is a sweet gimmick, and attacks him with a nightstick. But he does that like like he's gonna go brutalize a prisoner, and he's like hitting the the ring and stuff with it's his nightstick. It's pretty cool. It's actually pretty effective. Undertaker goes down and blades pointlessly. Yeah, so pointlessly. Yeah, we really need to sell blood in this match. We're getting yeah. I think he was still a little pissed off from thirteen because he headlined thirteen, and that's yeah. the that's the uh, Stone Cold Heart fight, and the ring was just all blood. Yeah, and he can't compete with that. You had to fight fucking Psycho Sid, and now you have to fight Big Boss Man. I guess you want to bleed. Yeah, I get. There's no need. I mean, he for just it. wants to. Yeah, but he uh, Boss Man gets one move reversed where he. Undertaker is walking on the ropes. He does old school, and Bossman pulls him down. And he lands on his crotch, yeah. and then falls out of the ring. There's always a crotch, but he quickly gets recovers and just yeah. tombstones him. And then the match, the match is over, and then it really begins. But really quick, yeah, the quietest Taker match. In oh a yeah, long it's totally time. Dead. The crowd is not into. It. They're know. into Taker though. Yes, but they're just they don't give a shit about Big Boss Man. You know, and you know the outcome. Yeah, this is like after Butterbean. You know how this one's yeah. going. So now we have, um. From the rafters, the brood descends. I think it looks it's so ridiculous, but I'm like, it looks pretty neat. Okay, here's the thing about this. I didn't know this was coming. Okay. I knew that this, I knew what the was thing coming. That happens, I knew that the thing happened. I don't know what was that. Mechanics. This, I didn't know if it was at this event. Uh, okay. I forgot the mechanics of it. So basically, the brood, which is the aforementioned Gangrel, Edge, and Christian. Edge is in his, like, he, he, he took a bunch of Nice Nails lyrics gimmick. Yeah. And but Gangrel is he's cosplaying a vampire. That's like Gangrel's a character. They have to do like copyright because it's he stole it from some yeah. RPG. And he wears like a frilly shirt and he has fangs. But you don't really know any of this. Like no. there's not one close up on any. These are another nameless, faceless soldiers, soldiers for the taker. But they descend from the ceiling. They break into the cell and they let down a noose. Um and Undertaker, uh, you know, attaches the noose to Bossman. And Paul Bearer raises the cage. They, Taker's well, they, BFF. Yeah, they well, actually they get pulled back up into the rafters because yes. they're vampires. This takes a very long time. Yeah, but you probably want to do this right if you're going to hang a man in the ring, which is what they do. Um, so it, it's a rig under Bossman's thing, but it, it they don't and they don't linger. They the fact that they're showing it, they don't have to show it too long to be for it to be effective. That they hanged a man from the from maybe the cage. maybe they show it for 15 seconds at most. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really impressive, yeah. Because it's Paul Bear and the Undertaker with three dudes that no one could identify in a lineup, right? Murdering a man. Yeah. All Michael Cole can say over and over again is, "Can this be symbolic?" <laughs> I don't think he realizes that's not. It's not about symbols that's anymore. The opposite of symbolism is when you actually he's do doing thing. the thing. <laughs> he's he's doing the thing that makes yeah. him a cool dude. Yeah. If he like 
uh, drew a noose on your neck. That could be symbolism. Yeah. Or if he like, what if he put a noose on your neck and then just lifted you up and there wasn't it wasn't connected to anything? That could be symbolism. Yeah. This is not symbolism. They hung a man. They yeah. hung a cop, <laughs> which is kind of great. Pre nine eleven, you could hang cops in the middle of the ring in Philadelphia. Yeah. So remember that time, like Big Show got arrested because he punched his boss. Um, Undertaker just killed a man in the ring. <laughs> With multiple accomplices. You are free to go. It'd be, like, it'd be kind of great it's like, if Taker was just like, if any of you say a fucking word. <laughs> no, got on the mic and told no, but not just like, yeah, everybody in the arena. Yeah, yeah this Lock is the doors. 20,000 accomplices, witnesses. <laughs> this is Philly. I'm surprised no one threw batteries at the cop. This is amazing. Yeah, no, I'm shocked they could pull How it How is this not an iconic WrestleMania moment that is shown every year? Because they hanged a man. They hung a cop. You shouldn't do that. They hung but a once cop. Again, once again, the better cut than when we cut to from that really dark promo to the match is now we've just killed a man, and it's time to rage. What's rage, you say? <laughs> it's a rage party. Not Which a is not a thing. Yo, not a, a thing. Chicago Street Fight rage. Well, most rage parties turn into Chicago Street <laughs> Fights. Um, I thought it was a Rage Against the Machine cover show starring DX, but no, I was no, wrong. It's, it's a show starring the Cherry Pop and Daddies. No joke. Not G- JK. Yeah, but who introed the Cherry Pop and Daddies? Val Venus. Oh, God. That's so oh, great. Oh, God. That is great. Now I like Val Venus. Big pun. Isaac Hayes, once again. Pr- only because. He did Chalky Salty Balls. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, also, this was like a. Th- I have to look up when they actually showed this or if they just cut these videos. There's other videos happening. In it, so like, was it just for the people there? I think it was. No, they maybe maybe they just shot it for this. Okay, because they keep showing. They showed bits of. I think every single wrestler that wrestles in this is shown. Yes, and but also Patterson and Briscoe are trying to sneak in first as two parts of a horse. <laughs> yeah, and, Pat, and Briscoe's like, "You farted," which is that's great. And then they try to get in and drag, which has another <laughs> subtext because Patterson. At this point, they're making. They will make coded references to being gay. Yeah. On in Raw and stuff. Oh, but, God, uh, this is yeah. great. Um, and then it's time. That's just to give you a little break before our main events. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, versus the champion, uh, The Rock, the corporate champion. So everyone in the r- arena has to watch a man get taken down from a noose and then put on a stretcher. But everybody at home is enjoying the rage yeah, party. Did they, that's the thing. Do they take him down and put him on a stretcher? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. I'm glad they the commitment to kayfabe when they murdered that guy. Um, but soon after... Fuck that dead cop. Yeah, Michael Cole uh, gets on Mike in the middle of the, the ring, middle of ring, which and, seems like a bad idea. Yeah. I'm not going to like what he's going to say. But we actually do like what he says. A lot. Because uh, good old JR is here to announce the main event. Oh, it's so great. Uh, except the, ball, the Bell's palsy is not great. It's only noticeable at first. Yeah. Um, yeah, he obviously has it, whatever. Yeah. He sounds fine. Oh, I'm not saying like, oh, you should that, get that bump, rid of that bump. I just, it feels like sometimes you're like, maybe you should just be re- Recovering. No, okay. I am after like literally after a minute of this match. Then totally you used to why it. His, so yeah. Why? Why would he's not on the fucking yeah. mic the entire show? Yeah. So Vince. Uh, so so Michael we got, Cole. We got, we got our announcers. Our you could have just substituted Michael Cole with Vince and not changed anything. Well, yeah. What what happens now is our special referee is going to come out. It's Vince. Uh, not wearing his special T-shirt. She yeah, says. it's just like a muscle shirt with cut-off but, sleeves. Yeah, but and at one that, point he's going to give us a gun show, but he says not to nah, because nah, he's, that's not professional. He's a ref. He's a, you know not crazy. Um, then two of my favorite things happen. One, Commissioner Shawn Michaels. Hell yeah! A sexy boy comes out, Mister WrestleMania, in a linen suit, and I'm pretty sure a pager. 
Which like who's paging you right now? It's like I'm also working. cell phones exist. It's ninety nine guys. Yeah. Uh, my second favorite part of the night is a sign I saw a couple times, which says "I have to poop," <laughs> <laughs> which is like, why would you do that? I saw an HBK is God sign. Yes, that's but that's accurate, and so did I have to poop. It's a long event. <laughs> You've been there since the pre-show. It's twelve fucking matches. Um, but basically, uh, the commissioner Sean Michaels is out to tell the commissioner. Well, because he's injured. I know. As we, I don't even know how much we got into that. That he's yeah, he's gone till two thousand one from active wrestling. Yeah. Um, and he basically tells uh, tells the boss, no, you can't just make yourself the ref. Only the commission can do that. By the way, thanks for not giving me free tickets. I had to buy these tickets. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, none of this was pre written. He just I does. love it. So he tells him to take that Jack Lalane physique of yours, get the hell out of here, and don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out, it's which is great. great. Um, and so now we have a regular ref. So none of this has mattered, none of it, because we now have a regular ref. Yeah, but if you if you had people risk life and limb just to get a HBK pop, that's and, fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm glad they did. It was all for it was Sean. All, it was all worth it. And, and the fact that it will, it's not the end of that story, but it, for a little while you're like, why do we fucking bother? So this is uh, Steve Austin and Rock's first major fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Rock is the corporate champion. He's still over. He's still a heel. Uh, it yeah. doesn't matter what you think, but he's the champion. We're not at the we're not at peak Rock yet. No, though. we're not. Um, but you know, you get the can you can you smell the Rock's cooking theme? Um, he's over, but Austin is a very much more over. Oh God, it's yeah, it's really um, huge. And they start in the ring together and. And they even reference that. Oh, he's tra- talking that trash that he did in Miami. But if you lip read, he's just like, you motherfucker, what do you fucking want to do with this? And they're like just yelling at each other. And then just breaks out into a brawl. Um, and in in a lot of ways, once again, it's kind of how... Uh, you know the skill set you're going to see now. But it's the also, this this match is very... And it's better than some of them. But it's like the, the thing with Rocky versus like the Sultan, where they mm-hmm. were trying to reference the, the Austin... Yeah. Uh, heart match. Yeah, and the same thing. Like the the last Austin match wasn't very good because they were trying to do those things. It's like, well, we already saw a really good version of a brawl. Yeah, this is kind of a better. I mean, it's a better version than their last. This is matches. better than HBK Rock or sorry HBK Austin. Yes, not. But you're not going to top thirteen, right? That's not going to happen. Get over it. Yes, but they they fight in the crowd, the ramp area. They fight in the crowd. Horrible. Yeah. You can't see what's going on, even though the cameraman had to know. You're right, obviously going to reference 13. You can't see shit. Right. And they, they do some kind of nasty spots where like Austin gets backdropped onto a lighting rig. That's cool, but by the we should kind of point out, that's not in the crowd. That's more... Oh, no. oh this crowd is, stuff, yeah, you can't yeah, see Yeah, but they go from the crowd stuff to what you're talking about now. Yes. They essentially go from the right side of the ring to the left side of the ring outside of the ring. Correct. And that's where the people have been walking in, which is somewhat important. Somewhat reminiscent of 14 where... Uh, like last time, there were like the symbol from the band was used as a weapon. Yes, they're in that the staging ramp exactly. Area. But there's yes. no band this year. Instead, we have lighting rings and a cameraman who's on one of those uh, like uh, I don't know. I it's never what it's a, called. It's, it's like a lit, the dolly, but exactly. It's not. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, but they're doing moves. They're doing stuff they've done that we've seen. They you know he, uh, Austin chokes Rock with some power cords. Um, there is a good move where he, he does elbow him through the announce table. Who's he? Uh, Austin elbows Rock, I believe. Yeah, at one point, Rock throws Austin into that lighting ring, and it's great because he's focusing specifically on Stone Cold's busted knee. Which they do through the match. Which, which is great. We learned a couple WrestleManias to do. Um, this is where you get some of the bad camera work because yeah. they're showing a replay of something, and you don't even get time for the rock bottom, which is 
rocks one of his like finishing. Yeah, moves. they show uh, the focusing on Austin's knee into the leg three times in a row from three different angles, which is fine. Yeah, if nothing's going on, right? Stuff's going on, but you kind of have to know that this is yeah what's kind of about to happen here. Then the um, the ref takes a monster chair to the head. Yeah, like unprotected uh, chair shots. Probably by a guy that doesn't take chair shots. Probably got so concussed. Many. Yeah, so. Um, my notes are kind of a mess here, but basically... Pretty much chairs are used consistently Yes, from here on out. Yeah. Uh, Which is always, once gets, again, great. The ref gets rock bottom, but then he sells... Uh, rock sells the hell out of the stunner. Uh, we got another ref out. Vince hits him. Um, and then off screen, you hear what... They're showing Rock and Austin, but there's the biggest... One of the biggest pops of the night's. And then they have to cut to it, which is Mankind is back. As our special referee, who's made a very cool custom t-shirt. That's what he did when he got out of the hospital. Um, no, he wrestled in that. Well, oh, yeah, the yeah. ref shirt. Okay. So he gets in. He tosses Vince out of the ring. He's the ref now. And um, and then almost to me, like, Stone Cold misses the gut kick, but hits the stunner on the rock. Um, man, uh, Mankind gets a pretty fast count. Uh, new champion. New champion. Mankind's uh, McMahon's face. It's another iconic WrestleMania moment. Yeah, he's like the overselling of it, yeah. like the like the silent movie acting he does. It's is, not bad. No, it's it's fine. Uh, I so this is so the this one was over. It's there's more stuff. We're going to talk about that more stuff. Yes, I know, but it's like this is the first headlining match maybe ever that deserved to be the headlining match. Yes. Right? Is, I think so. Because these are two biggest guys in the company. Yeah. It's got multiple storylines. Uh-huh. It's a... Tell, at least for whatever they do in the ring, at least it tells the story. Yeah. They're and, both competent workers. We both completely talk shit about Stone Cold and 12. You're obviously yeah. wrong. He's one of yeah. the best ever. Yeah. He knows how to adapt. The Rock isn't bad. Right. Sure, he's not great, but no, like, I'd rather... Not, he, yeah. he is the most he electrifying looks, person in sports entertainment. He, yeah. That's true. No, and, he's, and it's great. Um, and now... Stone Cold, call, he, he's, he wins, so he calls for his uh, St- Steve Weisers. Someone tosses him two beers, which he catches, which is great. I think they're just like, beer comes flying in, and he gets in one. Um, my One of my other favorite signs, there's a Steve Weiser frog sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, that timeless uh, commercial. Uh, and then I think the best uh, moment of the night is when Earl Hebner, the, the ref. referee, uh, drinks beers, goes on the turnbuckle. He's so excited. He's like so a kid excited. with yeah. two beers. Yeah, and then uh, McMahon's back. You know why he does that? Because it's for the working man. Yeah, which they reference. They're talking about exactly like, how many week. You know how many. You know whatever. What mm-hmm. tax brackets McMahon in? Blah, but blah, that blah. is that matters. So that's why it doesn't look like Stone Cold just giving the rough beer. Yeah, it's like you have to have. He's you need to say that. Working man. Exactly. This one's for the working man. Well, well, Cole is saying that. Jr. is saying this is the saddest day for Mr. McMahon. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And he's crying at ringside. Says that maybe 10 times. Checks in on Mr. Man multiple times. He gets back in the ring. The celebration is longer than most of the matches. Which is which is good. Cause yes. It's, there's multiple. It's it's more entertaining than most of the matches. At one point, he gets back in the ring just to give the finger to people. Because yeah, he forgot he to do that the first time. You realize, oh, this guy's the coolest. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool outlaw. And he's like, he represents everything that what you wanted to be in America. He, he says, fuck you to the right people. But at the end of the day, he still knows who signs his checks. Yeah. And he, he says, also, fuck you within reason. Yeah. And he also uh, drinks beer with other working men. And then as soon as that ends, there's a pointless recap. Oh, no. He also stuns McMahon and then pours beer That's on. right. That's right. Yeah. So, How do we gloss over that? Yeah. I mean, that's Sorry a pretty iconic that. moment, too. Uh, and then there's a montage that's, that's horrible. Really bad. And here's the takeaway from this event. This is a horrible WrestleMania. 
this is one of the worst. I wouldn't recommend it. Even the best match of the night. And how long did we talk about it? One of the longest. And that's yeah. why. Here's what here's what I took away from this. This had three legit stars. Mankind, Austin, Rock. Yes. And then one decent idea for a stable, the DX. They're no NWO or whatever, but like right. that makes sense. And then copies of copies of copies of those four things rather than creating anything new. Mm-hmm. Which is surprising because the Rock the reason why it worked then and the why it worked now is because he's a young, hungry person who created his own thing. He's like 27 at this point. Yeah. That's how he's able to still like star in HBO shows. That's why he's much bigger now than he was at this point. Exactly. He's the champion. Exactly. At their peak of his company. Why not do that now? Yeah. Seriously. Well, this is also, I mean, as much as, yes, they are winning the Monday Wars and all that, at this point, they're still innovating. They're still getting talent in. They still haven't even got their best talents from WCW. Mm-hmm. They haven't, obviously, they haven't taken the company over WCW. There's like a lot happens in the next two years. So at this point, I mean, this is the spirit of competition. And they are, I mean, that's where you get some guys who are rising to the top with that because they're given that. Yeah. They were like, we need something to be better than the other guys. Yeah, I guess. I it's was just very safe now. I was just shocked about how bad this was. Yeah, no, that's the thing, too. And that, that was my big takeaway was, like, and I know the attitude. I still have some nostalgia for the stuff yeah. that's silly and funny, but, like, so much of it, it is it, it was a reminder of how quickly test was a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and you, you go, oh, it was nation domination. It was all this. It's like that also, That stuff was very quick. And even this stuff, the, the Ministry of Darkness and the Corporation, um, those storylines, that storyline was about five months. They were the. They will after this join up the corporate ministry. Probably because they murdered that man. They have to. They get have some to, lawyers. Have to, yeah, that's who you go to after you murder a man in the ring. They were together for about three months, and and then the the invasion storyline a year later is about six months. The authority, the current incarnation of this of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, has been in storyline and real life power uh, since August 2013. Oh wow! It's been a long time. Uh, with a, except for five weeks, where they finally got rid of them until they wanted to come back from vacation. So huh. it's it's just crazy to think like all these iconic things and these storylines and these big moving parts they were doing were so quick in the scheme of things. And now the story is so like safe that they do that. They're I mean they just run stuff in the ground. They yeah. can it could be years. Great, we got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, and um and as bad as this one is, uh this. WrestleMania 2000. That's what it's called. Will be even worse. Oh, great. Well, it's definitely, it is Mr. Eggman's saddest day. Yes.